0: Hey everybody, this is Johnny Gioeli from Hardline, Axel Rudy Pell, Crush 40, and so many other projects. 95 albums, can you believe that? But
1: you're watching me right here on CMS TV. Rock out, people. Well, uh, moving along here. All right. Uh, Last night you sent me a link, or mentioned to me that there's a a short uh, series on Netflix, something a new short series, a docu series. It's four episodes, and uh, the name of it was called Bad Vegan. That's right. And uh, so after when you know once you sent me that, uh, The, the link. Well, not the link, but just just said Netflix, bad vegan. I yeah, went I didn't even there. tell you anything. I just said, just said, So, so I was just I was just wrapping up watching something else, and I thought, okay, I'm just gonna get a drink, and I'm gonna flip over and watch this now. Right. And uh, again, yeah, uh, this goes back to something we, you talked about in the first hour about how easily are people scammed. Oh, ridiculous. Well, what it boils down to is, is a entrepreneur gal. How old would you say she was this, this, this all took place like over the last 10 years. This was way back in like 2010, right?
0: I think so. Yeah. I mean, she, she was, what was she like 32? I think they said when this happened.
1: Okay. So she was, you know, she was uh, out of her twenties. Yeah. You know, but, uh, she had something going on where. She got involved with a, uh, a vegan style restaurant and was able to build a brand with a, uh, up and coming chef, a guy mm-hmm. that, that, you know, chef kind of guy. And, you know, as, as, uh, things go with the reality TV and stuff, these cooking shows or these chef shows got to be pretty popular and, and some people, you know, made their claim to fame by, um, appearing on these shows and right. you know making a splash in the culinary arts um, industry sure. and she she latched on to one of these guys and together they built up a a restaurant in New York City uh that featured this guy yeah and uh you know things kind of got a little um you know the, the little a little bit of tension be- between she and the chef and uh basically the chef ended up getting the boot yeah they booted him out and just kept on going without him but uh she was kind of a dynamic personality what what is her name sienna or was it sharma sharma Shar- sharma
0: or something like that what was yeah, her name sharma yeah ad vegan forget what her name is it is sarma sarma uh- melganus sarma yeah, melganus sarma
1: but anyway attractive girl um you know was was get you know uh getting the um attention of hollywood elite type people you know along with uh the social media people twittering about their experience at this at the uh, what was her name what was it called the, something in wine
0: pure food and wine
1: Yeah, Pure Food and Wine was the restaurant in New York, and it was kind of a boutique place, and Mm -hmm. it caught the attention of, uh, you know, celebrities would go there, and they would talk about their experience at this, uh, you know, at this restaurant, and, you know, as as soon as celebrities start endorsing a restaurant, everybody wants to go there. Mm -hmm. Well, if Alec Baldwin said it was good, it must be good. Right. You know, so let's go there. And and she, you know, granted, she worked it and, you know, was there and she became a presence. And she sort of became the brand, the face of the brand
0: mm-hmm.
1: and became recognizable. Yeah. Now, here's the thing that uh, she really lucked out on. The guy that, that owned the restaurant, uh, mm-hmm. I couldn't believe that this restaurant, when she took it over, it was $2 million in debt. Why couldn't you believe that? Well, my, the the thing is, is when you're that far in debt, especially in such a small, you know, restaurant and, and this, this goes back to the expense of living in New York city, Mm -hmm. but, but $2 million, most people in any other part of the world, they would go, I got to throw in the towel and file bankruptcy, (laughs) you know, but, but this, this, financier guy who owned this restaurant uh and you know invested in it two million dollars apparently to him was not just a drop in the bucket meant nothing right
0: Mm. and
1: and because of this girl being what she is you know when when she's all dolled up I mean she's she's an attractive girl but when she's all dolled up she's kind of a sharp looking chick. Yeah sure This, this guy sells her the restaurant just for the debt. So, you know, I'll sell you the restaurant. No cash is exchanged here. It's just like the restaurant's $2 million in debt. The debt is yours as well as the restaurant. So now you're going to have to pay me off. Well, here's the difference between a normal person who has debt on a, on a business and this girl, the guy, the guy was not pressing her to make monthly payments. He would just take money whenever she had it to give him. So she yeah. wasn't. She wasn't under the gun. Like, oh my god, I got to cover my monthly nut this this month and pay pay this debt service. It's just like, well, I got twenty thousand this month. Here's twenty thousand against that debt. Here's you know, here's a hundred thousand against that debt. Yeah, so he was her,
0: being remarkably cool. Really, he was.
1: He was, and that's the whole thing. That's the diff- the, the, the the she lucked out getting a deal like that to where he wasn't hounding her at the end of the month to be paid X amount of dollars. Right. He let her take that restaurant over work it, make it try to make it successful and whatever she could possibly pay him. He would just accept it, but Mm -hmm. he wasn't, he wasn't at her door every month knocking on the door. Hey, where's my hundred thousand debt service. Right. You know? So, that was a lucky break for her as far as a, as far as a business owner is concerned. Sure. She had a restaurant that was established. It was up and running. It it started getting some, um, traction as far as social media and getting some attention from the celebrity crowd and so on and so forth. And, uh, had she stayed that course and not got all wonky with this goofy dude, Uh uh, I'm sure she probably would have been a multi multi millionaire with numerous uh franchise restaurants oh, yeah. or, or other locations around the world because they other people were courting her to mm-hmm. bring her brand to other parts of the world. Yeah, she 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 had it all and just blew it. <laughs> yeah. So the story goes and and here's the question and mm-hmm. and maybe you know this answer, maybe I missed something here. Mhm. Alec Baldwin played somewhat of a role in this, uh, in the beginning of her meeting the dude that basically scammed her. Yeah. This guy, how how do you think he got Alec Baldwin's attention via the social media, the Twitter or whatever they're touring back and forth, like they're friends and they, they're like familiar with each other or what what do you think the connection was there?
0: Dude, those celebrities glom onto anybody that's getting attention, you know, celebrity, the the celebrity need for fame and to be into the hip society or whatever is how that guy got in. That guy had a shit ton of followers. What they say he had like 50 or 60,000 followers and they were, a lot of them were famous people. You know, he was kind of like influencer guy, sorta. Yeah. But what was his claim to fame? same as kim kardashian famous for being famous but the 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 guy that scammed her i i, I, I didn't fully understand it either i mean it, it could be as simple as this guy just even just messaged through a meme that alec baldwin liked and he threw him a hey, thanks alec i love you in movies and then
1: they started chatting i don't know yeah that see that that part i didn't quite grasp like what is it that this guy did to get Alec Baldwin's attention and make it make it seem as if they were friends in some regard to where she was convinced that well, if he's a friend of Alec, uh, he must be a good dude or something. Or yeah, I don't know. You know, they that, weren't that, clear on that. That that was the whole weird thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were not clear at all on that.
1: Mm-hmm. So. This chick, single girl, supposedly lonely. Boy, she had an obsession with that dog.
0: Yeah, that was you know she probably licked his balls or something. <laughs> yes, but
1: well, she had a dog, and you know the way that they played up this thing is that this girl didn't. She worked. She was a workaholic, and her main concern was this restaurant and launching another brand of of what did they call it? Lucky Duck.
0: One lucky, a, to, one lucky
1: duck One lucky duck like a convenience nat- store or something yeah well it was like a whole foods type store yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah so she was launching another br- branch of another uh franchise you know based on vegan food and natural stuff and all that and you know she she was working that angle she was getting some traction and getting some attention and people were paying attention to her and she probably would have done really well, but then she gets hooked up with this guy Mm -hmm. and uh, this guy scams her into believing he's like some kind of a mysterious black ops guy.
0: (laughs) She, for as smart as she was at business was a moron everywhere else.
1: Yeah. When it came to just social etiquette or just, or or street smarts, the combat
0: and, She made this point, so it's not me just railing against her, but I'm going to take her point and say she's 100% right. One, she was terribly stupid with this guy. Yeah, of course. But the other part was she made the point that all vegans are kind of stupid when it comes to reality. And and she was so right about it. When when they were talking about that this guy, let's be clear about what she saw in this guy. Mm -hmm. One, he was... Allegedly, black ops guy. Mm-hmm. But two, he also had some kind of mystical power that was convincing her that she could give her dog eternal life.
1: Well, th- this guy convinced her that he was not of this earth. Yes. That, that he was of some higher being. Yes. And that he could help her transition into being a higher being as well.
0: Right. And she
1: bought this bullshit. <laughs> it, it was, a, it was very cult like in what he did to convince her of this. It, yeah. it was just like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not of this earth or, you know, I I've traveled through time and I'm here now. And you're the one I've been searching for, for eons. And now I'm here and now you're here and I'm taking you as my queen. all this. <laughs>
0: It was so, and, and what was it? They, they, in previous life had all been together and they were husband and wife in a previous life and the dog had had a previous life. And I I mean, it was like, what the
1: hell? Yeah. And then again, just like, just like the uh, tender swindler, Mm -hmm. he was able to lead her to believe that he was a man of means, that he was wealthy yeah, that he had millions and millions of dollars of cash and houses and properties and you know had diamonds, <laughs> just just owned tons of shit.
0: Yeah, well, he must have had some of it, but God knows where he got it from.
1: Well, I think what he did was exactly like the tender swindler.
0: Had a few people that he, he had a worried. few
1: people that were believing his line of bullshit. And he was tapping into other people. Well, it was just like that other, that was he like Polish or Russian or that other guy, that other guy gave him like a hundred thousand in cash over time. He gave him like 35 grand the first time. And then he gave him additional money. And this is the question I have about when it came to her mother, sending this guy money and her giving this guy money and these other guys. How these people? Where do they get all this liquid
0: currency? See, that's another thing I don't get. You know that, you know,
1: that's a lot of coin, man. It is a lot of coin, and and it's you know they don't talk about. I I don't know if they're getting if they have like a IRA or a four hundred one k or. But where did these people get all this liquid cash that they're just wiring all this money? I mean, they're yeah. sending. Ten thousand, fourteen thousand, thirty thousand at a time. It's just like where, where is all this liquid cash? These people have done well for themselves if they got that kind of money just to be wiring to some guy mm-hmm. because he says he needs it. Yeah, I, I don't get it. And
0: again, it's 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 money that we can't relate to because we don't make that kind of money. But you know, in that world, I guess that's not a lot of money. It just. You know, if, if I've learned anything, it's that, that 10, 20, $50,000 in, in those circles doesn't mean a lot. It's Apparently not, not, it's but, like me and you with $500. Yeah. You know, we, we might throw each other $500 here or there, but we ain't throwing 50,000.
1: Yeah. But, but see, here's, here's the thing that doesn't make any sense. And this goes back to the Tindler swindler as well as this. Mm-hmm. These guys who are supposedly rich, you know, that, that play the rich part that they, they have yeah. millions of dollars, mm-hmm. it just doesn't make any sense how they ask them to send me money, you know, yeah, I'm worth know. millions of dollars, but you need to wire me $50,000. It's like, right? you're rich. Why do you need 50,000 from me?
0: Well, because we can't show transactions. Cause I'm a black
1: ops agent. But that is the weirdest goddamn thing that, yeah. that that Tinder swindler guy. He was always in danger. He right. was always in danger and had to buy his life from these dangerous people. If he got caught and he needed mm-hmm. these chicks to wire him money because he was in danger. Well, this guy's the same way. He was in danger all the time. He was going to get gutted or something. Was right. to him. And you've got to send me your money. You know, wire me 30,000. I got to have it. Otherwise I'm dead by nightfall. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, I better do it then.
1: (laughs) And they did. They all did. They're all dumb. They're all dumb. Just, and, and the fact that, you know, he, not only did he have her on the hook and having her, you know, wire X amount of dollars to, to him, once he got involved with her family, especially her mother, yeah. he was able to play her mother just the same way. Hey, I need uh 20 grand today. Could you wire that before the end of the day? <laughs> you know. Yeah. No she's problem. Like, oh,
0: okay. No problem. Let me do that.
1: Yeah. So, so, but the, but the weird thing is, is when she was suspicious and, and here's the other thing. And I know it was that Again, I I can't remember what his nationality is, whether he was from Poland or the Ukraine or somewhere, but but he, I and I was wondering because they were playing all these phone call discussions, these met these these voice uh discussions, and I go, well, who had the presence of mind to record these conversations?
0: Yeah, that was a whole other. She knew she was getting fucked, and she did
1: it anyway. Yeah, and she was recording the conversations. I I just find that weird that. This story develops, but yet all this backup, here's, and I, and I want to go back to something I said a while back, it seems like some people are preordained to have a documentary made about them because there is so many photos, there's so many recordings, there's so many this, that, and the other, without all that backup media Mm -hmm. there would be no story. I mean, the story would be there, but it's more exciting because you actually get a peek into the actual photos or the videos or the recordings or this. How many recordings do you have of what conversations just with people? Well, the only, the only thing,
0: none, but the only thing I can think of, and this might be the case in this, in this person's case, seem like they used all the bullshit. Like it, it, it seemed like they weren't necessarily just using phones it Seemed like they were using like Skype or WhatsApp or you know, that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And that does leave a trace. So they might've like through subpoenas gotten their phone conversations or whatever,
1: you know, from like Google or whatever, if they're yeah, using it, like it, Google meet or something, it, it's the weirdest thing. And here's the other thing that, that just grates on me. hmm the constant photos of yourself. Oh, yeah. The hundreds and hundreds of photos. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, somebody just goes around snapping photos of themselves all goddamn day long. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, dude, they showed her walking down the street holding a selfie stick while she was allegedly exercising. <laughs> She literally was walking down the street. Did you see the one she's walking down the street? She's in exercise gear and she had her arm out like this. Yeah. It was her holding a
1: selfie stick so that she could videotape herself. Yeah. But, but the thing is, is they flashed so many of these selfies. Mm-hmm. It's just like, what do you do? Do you sit there taking pictures of yourself all day long? Well, here's me and the dog. Here's me laying in the bed. Here's me in the bathtub. Well, here's me in the car. Yeah. Here's Sitting on a park bench well here's me sitting at a table at the restaurant well here's me with me and whatever the fuck that guy's name was well here's me and it's like holy shit
0: yeah well dude that's what they do that's that's why they're influencers
1: yeah i know but but the average the average person on some, some stupid facebook they do the same thing all day yeah. long. Mm-hmm. You're right. They
0: do see that. It's just the culture now. Uh, it, you're it, surprised it, by it because you I, don't live that culture, but no, that is I the don't. culture.
1: But the narcissism of that is just
0: unbelievable. That, that is, dude, you're literally just defining social media in a nutshell.
1: Uh, Narcissistic it, behavior. Oh man. Cause, cause you know, I was involved with someone a few years ago that they did that all the time. Mm -hmm. all the time the minute we got in the car click the minute we get out of the uh the minute we get out of the uh car to go somewhere click click so Mm -hmm. uh, so that's
0: you know i used to do it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell you i didn't when i was real active on social media i didn't go anywhere without taking a fucking picture yeah i didn't I, i was always taking pictures or fucking video or whatever now it's like yeah I really don't give a fuck who knows where I'm at. Yeah. You know, it's, but it, it's addictive. I mean, i look, I'm not trying to justify it. I'm not, it's a fucking horrible behavior and I'll be the first one to admit that I engaged in this horrible behavior, but it is addictive, man. It is, you know, I, I forget what they say. It's like the endorphins opening up or something when you get likes and, you know, so there's something about, Hey, look where I am. I'm at the fucking seven dust concert. And then you get 10 likes or something in like 10 minutes. And you're like, oh, look at that. Fucking people wish they were me. You know, it, it's a subconscious bullshit thing, but it it is true. You know, I mean, it is the great evil. It's the great evil.
1: Yeah, I know. It, it, it's just unbelievable. It's just, it, just just the fact that they were flashing through all these photos. And it's just like, when do you have time in your day to take so many pictures?
0: Huh? <laughs> I guess if you're holding a selfie stick in one hand and doing your job in the other, you got all day to do it.
1: It's just fucking bizarre, man. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, oh, and here's the other thing is when when she kind of was under the, you know, knew that this guy was taking her for money. And how many times did she say, to you just expect me to wire you money whenever you ask? And he yeah. goes, oh, is that where we're at now that you're putting money over the value of money over uh, our yeah.
0: Shepherd. <laughs> oh okay
1: it's like yeah you're dry. she's like you're draining me dry dude yeah
0: but of course she but then she would do it anyway yeah that's he- the problem it's not it's look you can't fault a fucking guy for using a chick or vice versa a chick for using a dude you can't fault them you got to fault the one that's giving in i agree she, she knew she was getting fucked over she I- absolutely knew it and kept doing it
1: Right. Well, here here's the thing. He had such a persuasive way that whenever she questioned anything that he was asking her to do, Mm -hmm. he he did the the old trick that the Indians do. Start screaming and berating. Of course. You know, as soon as as soon as she even stepped out of line, he would start screaming and berating her and, and to the point to where he would just wear her down to where it's just like, you know, okay, uncle. You know, I give in.
0: Well, she, dude, she was a successful beta chick, but she was a very beta chick. She was a chick that you could probably push around easily, Mm -hmm. you know, and he did. He just was like, no, you're going to give me this fucking money. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Don't yell at me. Don't hurt my feelings.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so in the end he uh he drains her dry the business goes belly up because she's and, and here's the other thing they leave they leave New York City she she's the she's the one running the operation yeah and, and she just up and just uh out here abandons the whole thing and they go what they went to Europe they and, went to Europe and then they went to what Dolly world or somewhere well well they they went to Europe. Then they came back, and then they went to Las Vegas, and they were literally there for months. Yeah, months. And and what it really boiled down to is this guy was a gambler. And mm-hmm. the, the, the crux of the story is is this guy not only was he a con artist, but the reason he was a con artist was because he needed that money to gamble. Yeah, and and he he gambled millions of dollars away. From everything that he took from her, everything he took from her mother, everything that he took from other people, it, it added up to millions of dollars and it was just all, it was all for the purpose of gambling.
0: Yeah. And once again, another guy that, you know, in the big scope of it was worth it. What do you do a year?
1: (laughs) Hardly a year, just like 10 months.
0: Yeah, He did 10 months in a County jail. Yeah. So he wasn't well, doing real hard time. He did no. ten months in county jail and and probably stole ten million dollars. That's win win to me. Yeah. If 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 you could be locked up for a year and get and come out with ten million, would you do it? I would.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I get. I guess if you knew ahead of time that that's what your score was going to be, but but he was just going to play that that card until time ran out.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, if if he could have found 10 more million, he'd have kept right on screwing her over
1: for it. Of course. But uh, but the gravy train finally came to an end, and it ended in a Fairfield uh, motel in Dollywood Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) to where where they ordered Domino's pizza and wings. And they were tracking the credit card uh, activity and knew exactly where they were hiding out, per se, as fugitives, because uh, people were after them for, you know, uh, fraud and and things like that. And what a, what a fucking mess, man.
0: It was a dude. I have so many thoughts on this fucking show. Number one, even before we get into any of the fraud and any of the other stuff, this guy was a big fat guy. Yeah, he was. He was a fat guy. I, you know, at first when they showed pictures, I, they kept saying he was overweight and I was like, Hey, he don't look that overweight. I, I was thinking, you know, he might be a little paunchy or whatever. Sure. When they showed him at the end, he's a fat guy. Yeah, he was. And I'm, and I'm sitting here watching, watching this thing. And I'm like, how is this real skin, real thin girl who, whose whole career is based on food? Accepting fat guy, yeah. How does that happen? That she's like accepting that fat guy is also secret agent guy. Fat guy was probably out of breath three pumps into her, and <laughs> fucking and and you're telling me that she didn't get suspicious that he's out there fighting the terrorists?
1: Well, well, she did. She did mention that this guy was overweight and stuff, and that she was ca- kind of turned off by him.
0: Yeah, but she still was banging him. She was still banging him and giving him money. He was a big fat tub of shit.
1: Yeah, and the reason the reason she even married this guy was under the false premise that he was going to give her a bunch of money.
0: Yeah,
1: for for her, you know, for her business purposes. Yeah. And the only way that uh they could do that, him giving her money without a big tax burden
0: mm-hmm. uh was, was that to get if
1: they were married. And they yeah. she so she married him under false pretenses. Yeah.
0: Which- <laughs> I I got, I got no sympathy for that because she's a gold digger. So fuck off. You're, you know, you, you dug your, you tried to dig for gold. Instead, you found pyrite or whatever that shit is called. You know, you found false gold, fool's gold. Right. But you know, that part, all that part was very weird to me. The other part that was weird to me was where was the dad to step in on the mom and say, what the fuck are you doing? That's the, that's it. They showed the dad he's alive. He's around. They didn't really explain how dad didn't see his own savings going fucking bye-bye. Because they were divorced. Oh, is that what it was? They were yeah, divorced. Remember
1: his, his sister said, her sister said that when she was little and they announced their divorce, she went in her room and hid under the covers for that's the whole right. Day. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot so they, about they, that. They, they'd been divorced for decades. So yeah. I forgot that part, Mm -hmm. you know, but
0: I I don't know. Just everything about this thing was bizarre. And here's the final part that I think is bizarre. She is ready to have this happen to her again. Yeah. She'll let the same guy fuck her over. Well, she talked to that
1: guy after he wasn't and,
0: and wasn't hateful.
1: No, it was just like, I miss you. I can make you laugh. And you know, I still love you and all this other shit. And she was just being fun with him.
0: Yeah. It was like, if that had happened to me, there'd be no fun. I'd be like, Hey, where you at? I want to show you my new gun. <laughs> That would be that would be the only thing that I would want to do. I wouldn't want to tell jokes with the guy. I wouldn't want to talk to the guy. Nothing. Yeah, well, I guess the
1: question is is wh- why was she even in contact with them?
0: Well, that I think was for the documentary, 100%. That was whoever put the documentary together said, "Hey, we got a phone number for this guy. Will you talk to him on camera?" Guaranteed that's what happened there. She wasn't just ramble just, "Hey, let's catch up." that was put together by the documentary people had to be because why else would she do
1: that? I don't know. That was and recorded
0: and they had video of her talking about it. That was totally set up for the documentary.
1: Of course. And you know, of course the documentary, they mentioned that they reached out to him to make him part of it. And he didn't want to, you know, comment.
0: Yeah. So So. they went, they went the other route. They went just like he did. They went to the easier one and fucking said, Hey, do this for us. And she said, no, I don't want to do it. Hey, do it for us. Okay. You know, they probably bullied her into doing it. Right. Yeah. I mean, she, she, it could happen to her again. You know, I, I really think the the weird thing is she has a, she has an idea and she has whatever the concept of it, of it is like, I, I can't imagine that I would ever be into vegan food. But they showed that one guy that that was like, I wish she'd get back in the business because that fucking vegan lasagna was the bomb.
1: Yeah, but he goes, I'm not digging into my 401k for her, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but someone will.
1: Yes, I, I understand.
0: Somebody will say, okay, you went through a bad break. I'll take a shot at you for pennies on the dollar. Right. You know, somebody will be like, she has great ideas. I can make a lot of money on this. I'll give her a, a 90, 10, 90 to me deal and she'll take it. She'll take it. She'll try to re- rebuild it. I I totally see that happening.
1: Well, the thing is, is her, her credibility obviously is tarnished and ruined, you know, as far as that, you know, just going off the deep end, but mm-hmm. I, I'm sure that her, And, and I'm not defending her by saying this, but I'm sure she has the wherewithal to actually get back in and make something successful. If she could stay on the straight and narrow.
0: Well, I, I think her, her, she's tarnished as a business leader. I don't think she's tarnished as a restaurateur at all. I think if, if somebody else is just doing, is doing, um, is running the business and she's just in there making sure that the food and the imagery is right, you know, taking the pictures and posting the shit on Instagram, then, okay, there it is. You know, then I could see, I could see that being an Avenue people would take.
1: I agree. So, you know, she's going to pop back up somewhere aside from this documentary.
0: Yeah. Oh, the documentary is going to help her get back on her feet. Right. Cause there's going to be somebody with a ton of money. That's going to see the opportunity and is going to be like, Oh, this poor girl, let's help her out. Let's give her a fresh, a fresh start. Right. So yeah, we'll see her again. Almost mm-hmm. certainly.
1: Yep. So if you want to check out something that'll enrage you to the point where you're just like, <laughs> Oh,
0: yeah, it was pretty it was pretty fucking enraging, that's for sure. Yet yep. another dummy that got
1: swindled. Yep. So, anyway, check it out. It's called Bad Vegan. It's on Netflix right now.
0: Yep. It's
1: worth the so, watch. It is. It's uh the the episodes are what, 45 minutes long?
0: Yeah, something like that. And you, yeah. you got to invest a few hours, 3-4 hours. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah.
1: It is. I mean, they. It's well put together. That's one thing I gotta give Netflix credit for. Mm-hmm. Is that these little docu series things that they do put out. They they're pretty well done.
0: Well, yeah, sure. I mean, they gotta do something now that they're losing all of their content that isn't original. They gotta. They gotta bust ass to do better content
1: on their original content. Sure, but but I but I have uh, noticed that that my uh, watching of Netflix has been pretty much centered around the docu-series when they're available yeah but outside of that i don't uh i don't really watch that much
0: i watch old stuff that i can't watch anywhere else like basically trailer park boys because i keep watching that over and over again and um documentaries and that's it every once in a while a movie but not very often You know, and, and all the other stuff has gone, you know, all the TV shows and stuff have gone back to where they should be with their respective channels. You know, whoever produced it, that's where, that's where the shit all lives now. So, yeah, Netflix is going through a transition. That's for damn Mm -hmm. sure. But right. Yeah. And they're going to fuck themselves even harder. I saw this week that they're testing software to get people to stop fucking, um, stop sharing passwords. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's not going to help them at all. It's not going to make more people sign up. It's going to no. make more people quit.
1: Yeah. They'll just like, eh, you know, I didn't use it that much anyway, so mm-hmm. I'm going to buy it now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I got to pay for it because I was using my buddy's password once or twice a month. Yeah. No. What will happen is the buddy that was getting something in return will cancel it. Just say, fuck it. I'm not going to do that. Sure. If I can't get my show time you know my showtime password because i lose my netflix password then fuck them
1: <laughs> all right well let's take a break all right and we'll come back and uh, we're going to make that phone call i told you about last night
0: okay cool